on FBI Radio. That was Colbones there with AI. And before you heard from Pals with Somewhere New and One Tricks Point Never, one of my faves with The Station. Right now it's time for... Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. FBI Radio. Cuckoo. 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 Nice to hear a bit of Adelaide music there. Morning radio. Or was that an Adelaide band? Well, I'm Team Travis, and Travis is from Adelaide. And we are the film lords at the Magic (laughs) Micah Film. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us, Brewery. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Well, that's good, because we've had colds. Yeah. We've had colds, and we've been depressed, and Mercury's in retrograde. Venus was just in retrograde, so we were fighting. Mm. Mm. Plenty of time for movies, though. Plenty of time for movies, but I don't know. So today we're going to be talking about what movies to watch when you have a seasonal cold and, and seasonal depression and we'd love you to text in if you have any films that you just go to when you're feeling a little under the weather mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and answer the age-old question can you watch movies if you have anxiety mm. <laughs> which will... the answer is resoundingly yes yes you can <laughs> it's pretty easy we that will... number? it's actually the thing you should do the number is 0409 oh you go 0409 sorry <laughs> 945 945 beautiful text in your favourite sad person movie suggestions. What are you feeling this week with watching With Cold? With Cold. Funnily enough, I've been in a state of mind where, because I've had a treacherous cold, been really going for the uh, demanding movies. Demanding criteria. <laughs> Capital D cold, demanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched a two-hour Japanese movie the other day about people arriving into heaven and death and morality yeah. and sacrifice and family. But the filmmaker who made Shoplifters, which is out in cinema right now. Which we're not reviewing, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe we'll do it next week. We've been doing late reviews. I'm so sorry for mm. not being on the ball. And then We've I been think sick. I'm in like a childhood nostalgia mood of just like anything that J.K. Rowling has money in, which feels like everything <laughs> at the movie. I will just go see like Beautiful Boy is basically Harry Potter. Suspira is Witches. Crimes yeah. of Grindelwald literally is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Fahrenheit 11.9 feels like a whole stream of J.K. Rowling's tweets and Girl in Spider's <laughs> Web has Claire Foy and she's British. J.K. Rowling just yeah. produced Climax, the new Gaspar, Gaspar Noé movie. Film yeah. about Vogas who kill each other. She wants to include a voguing section in the Harry Potter <laughs> should universe. We should do movie news. We yeah, should do movie news. We should Happening this week in movie news, Jack and Andre have colds, so we have been watching movies at home. <laughs> oh, Jack's telling me to We've move done on. That part. Okay, That's okay. The point we just did. <laughs> okay, well then you do the next thing then. <laughs> no, you're doing the next okay, thing. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Spike Lee was mistaken for Stanley and pronounced dead in the New <laughs> Zealand newspaper, The Gisborne. Stanley, famous for creating a plethora of Marvel characters, a famous comic book writer, passed away at 95 this week, and uh, the New Zealand newspaper, The Gisborne, accidentally wrote Spike Lee dead. <laughs> As opposed to Stanley, we all know Spike Lee for Black Klansman that came out this year, and also for Do the Right Thing, the best film ever made. Stanley, I just was listening to this interview with Stanley, and it was like from the early '90s, and he was so excited for James Cameron to adapt Spider-Man, which we know never happened. Mm. And then I read about what James Cameron's Spider-Man was going to be, and it was going to be all don't that say it on air, don't say it on I air. I can say it on air. <laughs> and it's it all on. about like teenage angst, and there was this one scene when he first gets his powers, where he lifts up his quilt and he looks down, and there's this like 
tummy mess of white oh. webs. He's like, where did this come from? I don't understand. The film- and then he pulls up and he's like, oh, my wrists. The film lords famously hate James Cameron. <laughs> and we're glad that he's Team not getting... Team Catherine. His- we are Team Catherine. Um, what else? What else? Okay, <laughs> there's a photo. Everyone, whip out your phones right now. Even if you're driving, don't text and drive. Wear a helmet. Um, and look up Juliette Lewis's Instagram and she has... Or our Instagram, the movies, movies. Or our Instagram. We put it on movies, underscore movies, underscore movies. And check out this photo of an actress. We cannot tell. It's like, what is it? Like, gold and white dress, black and blue dress. Is this Juliette Lewis? Is this Rachel McAdams? We don't know. We need to know. Honestly, I thought it was Rachel McAdams. I know. And you famously didn't know who Brad Pitt was. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I must admit, you know, there's just a lot of, like, male white faces. And I just don't really... I can't really tell them apart. And the photo photo is in black and white, so it makes it even harder to know who the actual actress (laughs) is. And in final fabulous news, Julianne Moore, fabulous American actress, is teamed up with Sebastian Lelio of A Fantastic Woman fame to read... Obedience. And disobedience, which, of course. Rachel McAdams. Or Juliette Lewis, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and they are remaking Sebastian's film Gloria, and it's going to be in American. <laughs> it's called Gloria Bell now. <laughs> it looks a bit pat. Looks a bit pat, to be honest. But also, so it's getting great reviews. So getting great reviews. We'll probably hate it. Julianne Moore is seen on but a roller coaster. Him. We love him. Go and we see love a fantastic her, woman. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a track now. This one is a film law request Nirvana with territorial pissings. And then another review. Two reviews. 
Officially the cutest Nirvana song after seeing Beautiful Boy, Territorial Pissings, um, by the, I don't know if anyone's ever said this before, but sexy Kurt Cobain. The sexy Kurt Cobain. <laughs> first time you've heard it first, Kurt Cobain is sexy. It is hot. Um, that was played because it ties into my review of Beautiful Boy, which is coming a little bit late. This movie's been out for a little bit. Um, mm. And I really didn't want to see it, but let me just say... Get off your ass and go and see this movie. Beautiful Boy or Timothy Chalamet and the Philosopher's Rock of Heroin comes as a gusty northwestern post-breath of offshore fresh air. Surfing and chem-fucking into the well-worn genre of millennial memoir, this is more social network than Boy Erased, even though it threatens to be the latter. The story is about a hot dad, Steve Carell, and a hot stepmom, Maura Turney, and their son, who finds his true post-angsty Bukowski reading self through bags and bags of meth and heroin. And it's as rich as the music and sexy grainy film stock it's shot on. Everything is millennial relatable. I mean, the northwest of America is basically southeastern Australia reversed. Everything is 2003 wooden, windy and beachy. Nokia's and Motorola razors, long sleeves under stripy t-shirts and a Rolling Stone Stone magazine office. Look, people have criticised this film for not landing an emotional punch, but they just want more Oscar bait. This film deals with addiction as disease in a human way, and it's one of those films that if you relate, you'll experience your life in a deeper way after viewing it. Not half because it's filled with music from Zola Jesus, Nirvana, Amon Tobin, La Tigra, David Bowie, Aphex Twin, Massive Attack, Pavlov's Dog, Pansonic, Sampha, Sigur Ross, and frickin' Mogwai. And, uh, yeah, that's why we play Territorial Pissings, which is really cute because he's like 10 and rocking out with Steve Carell to it. Okay, that was a very funny review, but this movie is devastating. I think we should mention it's that. It's so devastating. Sorry, I was like being light. But also, it's one of those films where it's like devastating in a way that makes you happy for having seen it. Mm, That's mm-hmm. what, when tragedy's operating on a real level, it doesn't just make you sad like Boy Erased for being a bad movie that you had to sit through. Mm. It makes you feel seen. Hey, can I tell you something? In this movie, in Beautiful Boy, do you know what I loved and do you know what I hated? What? I love Steve Carell. And I didn't like Timothy Chalamet. I thought it was a miscasting situation. But I love Steve Carell, though. I thought Steve Carell was exceptional as a dad. So good. I think Timothy Chalamet was definitely better in uh, Call Me By Your Name, which wasn't as good as this movie. Mm. But uh, I disagree. I thought Timothy Chalamet was, like, really, really well cast. And he looked methy. Jack and I are going to take this fight out to the playground because (laughs) (laughs) we all know that I... Because I I just think that this is a great movie for Steve Carell. I don't know about Timothy Chalamet, but Steve Carell, I (laughs) love... I can't wait to hate we're just doing a very sensitive review right now <laughs> this is a very respectable neurotic film reviewing show <laughs> it's beautiful it just jumps through time anyway mm-hmm. you've got a more important film to review and on my end i am reviewing fahrenheit 11.9 which is not fahrenheit 9.11 which is from the boss of revelation cinema michael moore who is absolutely fired up in his new documentary fahrenheit 11.9 Cinema scale, in my opinion, goes from one end, revelation, to another end, excitement. And Michael Moore's geeky doco cuts the fat off transparent propaganda, showing us a way of seeing US politics. Gun-hating Moore fires at Donald Trump in a two-hour history lesson explaining the the ascent of the orange monster with family guy level of fun. He blasts the US left, right, and, well, mostly left, by going hard on Obama, the prevailing Flint, Michigan water crisis, tearing into conservative agendas. Michael Moore shows history not on repeat, instead just clarifying how our brain fog basically paved the way for an orange carpet. 
Liberal media is trash, let's blame Gwen Stefani for Trump's foray into politics. And basically, while depressingly hilarious for any foreign audience, this movie will grate any American with guilt. And in RuPaul's words, my pussy is on fire, now kiss the flame. Jack, what do you think of this? Oh my god, I loved it. Michael so Moore fun. is just uh, progressive in the best way. He apologises for his mistakes, he moves on, he's still relevant. I thought he was just going to be this bumbling old fool. I know a lot of people have problems with Michael Moore and think that he's like a fake fake news, mm. but I disagree. I think he's incredible, even though he does remind me of that character Sasha Baron Cohen re- plays in What is America? Who is America? Oh, the, the liberal, the yeah. Bernie bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Okay, question. Michael Moore or South Park? You had to pick one. Uh, oh, like South Park. South Duh. Park has so much more content. Duh. Yeah, South Park's got seasons. <laughs> yeah, like, what am I going to do? Watch Bowling for Columbine 15 times? Aye, aye, watch aye. like 100 seasons of South Park. And what's that story about Bowling for Columbine, Michael Moore and South Park? There's a connection there. Well, yeah, they in, Matt, Matt Stone and Trey Parker went to Columbine and, and they got interviewed and they felt misrepresented by Michael Moore. There you but go. don't let that stop you from seeing Fahrenheit 11.9. Bree's raising her hand. <laughs> Brad Pitt over here. here. On the text line, we've got a Cienzo oh, yeah. saying, that soundtrack for Beautiful Boy sounds dope. Uh, they thought the film sounded boring and bad, but the interest has been piqued. <laughs> okay, uh, via boring the, and bad. I love boring that. and bad because of my review, or boring no, and bad because no, 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 it, no, it no. looks boring and bad. Past yeah. uh, after the review, they're saying their interest has been piqued. That's so. well. I, <laughs> there you me go. Me too. I only went because I had a free ticket, and I would pay. I'd go again. I love the also, boring and bad. What's your one word for beautiful boy? Boring and bad. Shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. But that's an iconic one-liner for a film <laughs> review. Boring and bad. Beautiful boy. Um, in one word, San Francisco. Okay, hmm. one word, beautiful. What's your word? What's your Fahrenheit 11.9? In one word, South Park. Junk. <laughs> Junkie. Junkie. <laughs> Another person on the text line as well that says, that ain't Rachel, but who am I to say? Because I used to mix up Brad Pitt and Matt Damon. That's another one. Oh, that's another Matt Damon. Who are they? Who well, are I mean, they? It's definitely Juliette Lewis. Uh, and honestly, she is so incredible in camping, which was another thing that I didn't think was going to be great. And oh. Juliette Lewis is... Hilarious. Okay, my question is: uh, Russell Crowe or Kurt Russell? I always get those names <laughs> and faces mixed up. <laughs> easy, <laughs> to an, easy, easy to do. Easy to do. Easy to do. Julia Binoche or Isabel Huppert? Oh my god! Classic one: Catherine Deneuve or <laughs> Should we jump Michael into Moore? Kate Blanchett or Kate McKinnon? <laughs> gonna jump into Sydney Spotlight now. Yeah, let's do yes, it. Sydney Spotlight. Howdy, howdy. Sydney Spotlight this week. Jack and I are just going to talk to you about our mental health and Spotlight movies. Spotlight on your souls. Spotlight on yourself. Turn the microscope onto yourself, look deep inside of you, and let movies be spiritually awakening. We just want to give you a bit of a PSA on how to cope with those dark times, those cloudy, rainy days, and how to changed. let movies lift you up. The moons are changing. Venus came out of retrograde. Mercury went in. We've all got the flu. We're all having mental health issues. We're yeah. all like probably going to listen to the Chemical Brothers this week and not being able to choose not to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have to say as well, there's still time to text in what movie you love to watch when you have the flu or you're feeling a bit Someone under the weather that gets you out of the hole. The Spectacular Now. Oh my gosh, now. oh my gosh. Okay, famously, I've been wanting to watch that for a long time and also The Fault in Our Stars, which I haven't seen yet, but please text in a copy of that into the mail. Oh also, the um, Broken Circle Breakdown by the same director as Beautiful Boy. Which is actually Selena, my sister's favourite movie. movie. Shout out to Sel, but... Back to Sydney Spotlight, though. Go see what you want to Go see. Go see what you want to see. Don't be caught in the web of film nerd reviewing. Just we've had follow to your see, heart. We've had to see two movies every single week 
that had like coming out this year. Mm. So we've seen over a hundred films that we didn't have a choice in, and I think that gets you down. It gets you down mm. for our like very very <laughs> privileged problem. <laughs> to quote famous Australian filmmaker Warwick Thornton, just go back to the basics. Take mm. what you know you like and just go there. I know that I watched. Uh, uh, what's that movie called again with, with, with Reese Witherspoon? Better Call Soul? No, 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 no. The one film with Reese Witherspoon. Sweet Home Alabama? No, the only one that she's in. Legally Blonde? Legally Blonde. Australian director. With a bunch of people who knew they would love that movie. And it's just about going back to what your heart's telling you. Or watch something you've never, ever seen before that seems challenging and you will feel rewarding. It's not like hard to, to sit and watch a movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I like to do that. New new stuff. Fresh it's eyes. It's so easy and you'll feel accomplished. Mm. Someone on the text line saying, when I'm having a shit week or a dark time, I go straight for Kinky Boots. Spy, Burlesque, and War of the Worlds. Okay, oh, I've got wow. another friend that is obsessed with Spy, and yeah. I am so down to watch that as well. I want to hang out with that texter. That yeah, is amazing. That, like, that was a great selection they of movies. They got good taste. Uh, um, Jack, <laughs> I wanted to say one thing that Jack said to me yesterday. Jack said after he went and saw the new Harry Potter movie that watching it was like watching the magic of the internet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just wanted to share that. to clarify, like, there's a lot of like art out there that's like fake internet art, and it's like high CG. It looks like kind of Tron, but it's like very techy and intense. And I'm like... This is not my experience of the internet. My internet, like, internet aesthetic doesn't relate to how I experience the internet. How I experience the internet is, like, honestly, Harry Potter magic, where, like, things, like, sort of, like, apparate and yeah. disappear and tabs open and ideas, like, flow in. And it's, like, way more free-flowing uh-huh. and, like, a stream of consciousness. And totally. Honestly... All the critics are hating New Harry Potter, and I know we didn't review it today, but it's so good. I loved it so much. It's honestly like a, my second favorite after the fifth one. Let's not talk wow. about the internet right anyway, now let's because uh, I'm having internet problems. Your brain can grapple with a good movie, is what we also want to get to. If you're feeling really down and you don't really feel like committing to like a two hour flick, just let yourself okay, know that. Let's if- have some specific specific requests. So- and my two specific recommendations is if you have to choose between two films, say. Am I feeling like Magic Mike or am I feeling like Blue Crush? Yeah. That's oh, all I had to say. That's that all I had to say. That's, oh, that's all that's I had it. to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, funnily enough that you bring that up, I feel like Steven Soderbergh, who directed Mike, Magic Mike, is a great depression film director. Watch any Steven any Soderbergh of their movie. Films. Aaron Brockovich, The Oceans movies. I would have to also say okay. that I would always go Blue Crush because, like, honestly, one of oh, my favourite movies in the so world. So underrated. And then the second one, which, like, I don't think they should be really in the same series because they're completely different. But, like... It's two good like films on their own. Okay. You know? Yeah. 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 Have, no. you seen, have you seen the second one? The second one I didn't. I found it it's, really difficult. It's weird. It's a weird film, but um, and it's all set in like South Africa, yeah. and it feels a bit anyway. Lots of Dogtown. <laughs> Lots of Dogtown. Lots of Dogtown. <laughs> or, honestly, this really the the film that really helped me with the flu earlier this year was watching Bright Star for the first time. That Jane Campion gorgeous. piece with gorgeous Ben Wishaw. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what else I kind of fuck with sometimes when I'm feeling down? I just watched The Dark Knight. <laughs> Is that <laughs> disgusting? No, that's not disgusting. <laughs> that's totally not enough. That's totally fine. And also my housemate, Al, has famously watched The Crown 15 times over every episode 15 times when she's wow. getting up to go out, when she's in the living room. It doesn't matter where she is, she'll watch The Crown. That's amazing. I don't know who that is, and I love her already. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, my God. So basically, or you can just not watch a film at all and listen to our podcast, Cinema Girls. Truly. Tap into Apple Podcasts, tap in Cinema Girls, and it's just mostly us being vitriolic towards things with lots of clips. Yeah, we just... With our girl, Lily Bennett. We talk and talk and talk and talk some more about movies, and it's yeah. a way to brighten your day, I think. If you got a little a taster today, you can go and check out the podcast. Yeah, do it. Do well, it. thanks for coming in. Thanks so much for having us, Bree. Next week, Bridie will be in the seat again. Oh, cool. I'm more more oh. movie chats. Amazing. See you, Brad Pitt. I mean, Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> You're an FBI radio. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. 
Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts. 